Yeah, you hear that? As usual, no, I do not. Well, neither do I, and uh, neither is Giselle, because uh, Tom Brady's going to be gone for the foreseeable future I from their like house. I feel like she does hear something, though. I feel like it's screaming children that she has to take care of by herself. Yes. Children uh, are probably really angry when they don't get a kiss from their father. Yeah, because their father is now going to spend the next... After, after he retires mm-hmm. in 2068, yeah. he has a 10-year, $375 million contract to be an announcer. How about that? His great-grandchildren won't have to work a day in their lives. No. God, my I mean, God. like, and their great-grandchildren. Money do you need? Is that contract absurd? Yeah. yeah. But if you're Fox, <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to lock that. down the biggest name in football. Like, yeah. they yeah. will have him for... Nah, Fox How, is smart for that, for sure. They yeah. are, yeah. I mean, if he has that deal in place, do you really think he plays more than two, three more years? I gotta say, it's, I think it's one. I think I think this is the, the farewell Dude tour. Dude retired, spent a month with his family, and just said, no, it's not happening. Yeah. I feel like I feel supposed like to be the Dolphins. Just, yeah. But, uh. there's, just, there's just no way that, that Brady goes more than this. I mean, like... He, with that deal, you I feel like you want to get to the next part of your life, like and stop prolonging this at this point. Tom like, Brady's gonna yeah, go hang out in the booth and announce, you know, crazy football games. He's gonna throw yeah. for another four thousand yards, be a top ten fantasy quarterback, <laughs> and then ride off into the sunset. See, before Fox he was, was me. Before yeah. he didn't want to do it, you know, because like, I, who wants to go hang out with their family? But now he has something else to go do. So now we can hang out with Kevin that. Burkhart. Yeah, yeah. Fox I like family. Kevin Burkhart. Yeah. yeah, I like him as well. He's fine. Yeah, well, we've got yeah. too much to cover to get it. Yeah. We do. Tom Let's Brady's stop talking stuff. about yeah. Tom Brady's Welcome announcing Welcome back career. to For the Love of Balls. Yes. I'm Mason, and I'm joined by Ryan and Caden. Howdy. And today we've got our power rankings for you. Yep. Just the, a half of them. The, the, playoffs. Playoffs. Playoff. Well, yeah. the top, well, not really. Top 14. The top 14 teams, because yes. that's how many make the playoff. However, I was, was looking at it earlier, nine of the 14 are AFC teams. Sounds about right. So yeah. there's a bit of a lopsided... Uh, balance in the NFL as everyone knows Mm -hmm. but uh, you know we just decided let's pick the best 14 and uh, talk about them talk about their offseason next year now you want to tell people about the way we made this because obviously Mm -hmm. we're not going to agree on all 14 teams Mm -hmm. placement yeah Yeah. so how we did this was we each ranked the top 14 in our own opinion and then we assigned a a point value to each place and then we just combined it and just kind of synthesized a ranking from that it's a little weird, but, you know, it, it was the best way to do it. And As we go, you'll understand we, it a little more. We came up with a group ranking. And uh, number one in that ranking, if uh, I could start us off here, we have the Buffalo Bills. Mm. Yeah. Just Make, barely. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I'm not going to spoil place two, but yeah. Buffalo Bills. Um, it's hard not to love them. Last year, they were third in points per game, first in defensive points per game. They're a super complete team. They have a great coach. They won a bunch of games last year. Um, and they've just added good players to an already good roster. Like, it's just hard not to love it. I mean, come on. Like, let's look over their roster, and you you tell me the hole here. So, uh, Josh Allen's due for regression. No, no he's fucking not. He's going to probably win an MVP next year. Josh Allen's great. Yeah. Uh, they added our James Cook in the draft. He'll be a good weapon for him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stephon Diggs is Diggs. Gabriel Davis is going to step into a much-deserved wide receiver yeah, two can role. Do what he did in after that, his playoff in that performance. Playoff performance. Yeah. Yeah. They also added uh, Jamison Crowder, wide receiver three, and Khalil Shakir, wide receiver four, that's in the draft. Insane. That's a nice, nice couple Crowder's of guys right just there. Cole Beasley, like he'll just be the same thing. Yeah, yeah that's a really that. nice addition there. And then their offensive line isn't elite by any means, but it's it's above average for sure. Four of the five positions are graded out pretty well last year. And, I mean, if your one hole is at right guard, I think you can live with that. Yeah, With Josh fine. Allen's escapability. Yes. Yeah. Now their defense, 
they made a lot of improvements to their defense. Defense is filthy. Obviously, the six-year, $180 million for Von Miller. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, Von Miller is no longer, like, Defensive Player of the Year worthy, but he can still put on a great performance. Yeah, he's not in the Super Bowl. He was incredible in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you had uh, you had Kyrie Elam in the first round when cornerback mm-hmm. two was your other hole. Yep. He enjoys studying. Yeah. As he we does learned. like to no study. No studious <laughs> young man, Kyrie Elam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer form a top three safety duo like they have the past three yep. years already. Both of them are really nice. Linebackers are fine. Milano's good. I like Edmonds. I didn't realize uh, Darren Lee was their third linebacker. Uh, that's an. I mean, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. he's not going to play as much as the other two, but no, definitely overall not. they got a really nice team, top to bottom, and I think we're all we're all pretty much in agreement that they're incredible. It's yeah. rare that I like to like displace the Super Bowl champion. Yeah, as in the power rankings, but the Bills, it just feels right this year. Yeah. It's also just I thought like, they were the best team last year. Yeah, so. it's hard. Like the Bills, when you look at their roster, they are the most complete team in the NFL. It's just when you look at these other teams below them that we're about to, they've had more success as of recent. They've gone the distance. True. Where the Bills haven't necessarily proven that yet. They very well could, and it would shock nobody. I mean, yeah. their team is insane. But that is yeah. one thing. If you want to look at past stuff, they do not have. The strongest. To be fair, their loss last year in the playoffs is one of the craziest games in NFL history. Like, you can't blame the Bills at all for losing that football game. It's a brutal AFC this year, and we're going into it with the Bills as our number one team, but Mm -hmm. they could be like the four or five seed. Yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll just have to see how it all plays out. Yeah. You want to move to number two? Yeah, number two on our rankings, just barely edged out in our little voting, uh, was the Rams. We did have the Rams. Um, I mean, they're the Super Bowl champion. It's not going to move them far. Yeah, you can't really move them far. They they proved it. I mean, they won. They won the league. Although I would make the argument, I don't think they're quite as good of a team as they were last year. No, I think they've Uh, progressed. They lost a little bit. Yeah. It just obviously they don't have Von Miller anymore. They do have Bobby Wagner, but Bobby Wagner wasn't. Isn't At this point, that's not yeah. that's not that impressive. He's not that good. I mean, anymore. you're looking at them last year. You're like, oh my god, they have Robert Woods and OBJ for next year, and now they have neither of them. Yeah, they have Allen Robinson, who it could have been the Bears, but it could be him in terms of his yeah, regression I mean, he and output. Could work he had out. what 300 yards? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's risky. I'm willing yeah, to we'll put see. a lot of it on Nagy, but it's a big year for Allen Robinson, and it's yeah. a big year for Van Jefferson, Ryan's favorite <laughs> My player. Favorite player finally gets a step into the spotlight. Yeah. Obviously, Cooper Cup exists. We don't need to talk but much all, about in that. In all seriousness, though, like if Allen Robinson doesn't work out. It's a lot on cup shoulders. Like the rest of that receiving core is not that strong. Jefferson's a nice deep threat, but I don't think he's your your chain mover type of guy. Thankfully, the Rams have one of the more creative run games in the league, and their offensive line is one of the better ones at executing said run game. Yep. Now, if Cam Akers can come off that ACL, is they uh, did lose Andrew Whitworth to retirement? Yeah. We talked about his replacement though. Joe Joseph Noteboom is a guy they clearly like. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen him play a lot. Yeah. Uh, Their running back rooms obviously. Pretty much the same. I like Daryl Henderson. Cam Akers, if he can go back to rookie year, Cam Akers is exciting mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. The defense is pretty much the same. Darius Williams, a, a show favorite. I he's really like to Jacksonville Williams. now. That's, yeah. That sucks. He's a really nice corner. Uh, that's big on David Long. He's got to step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Hollins, former Oregon Duck, is now slotted to be their starting edge rusher opposite Leonard Floyd with Von Miller gone. Yeah, I don't well, need to tell you that's a little bit of a downgrade. Yeah, it's a <laughs> massive, massive downgrade. Yeah. But I mean, I hope he does well. But I do too. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we're all kind of in consensus here. They won the Super Bowl, so we have them high, but they've gotten a little worse. So this yeah. by week four, they could be at fifth. I don't got know. That Donald guy, and they got that Ramsey guy. The defense should be chilling. Yeah, I need. I just need to see how they all. Luckily come for them, a lot of the other teams at the top have gotten a little bit worse. You could say as well. So. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, then uh, at our third place team, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Uh, it's pretty wild. I think I was the lowest on the Chiefs out yeah, of the three Yeah, Mason actually did vote on them the lowest, but... Um, I just thought the number four team we'll get to had a more complete roster, and, I mean, that's... I, I see... I, you guys made good points as to why you believe in them more, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I, I love their coach. I love their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, their offensive line is fine. I think they have good weapons. Um, I I like what the moves they made on their defense, uh, but... As you were, you were telling me earlier, there's a lot of pressure on some of the rookies. Do you want me to get into the full roster a little bit? As at yeah, least I get into that. Okay, so Mahomes exists. We know that. Yeah. The new receiving core, Valdez Scantling is a solid deep threat. Juju is a good big slot. Travis Kelsey will be Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on Sky Moore to come in and be the number one in this offense, I feel like, outside of Kelsey. Because Miko Hardman is not a good receiver, and I'm sick of the narrative. It's not that he needs time. He's not a good route runner. He's good with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Uh, the run game's going to be iffy. I mean, four of, the off, four of the five offensive linemen are set in stone. Brown Jr., Tooney, Humphrey, and Smith, left to right, are our four best linemen, and they are all really good at what they do. Uh, Niang versus Kennard is going to be an interesting battle at right tackle, because both of them are big, lumbering dudes who don't move well and mm-hmm. don't pass protect well so. yeah but i mean you got to do what you got to do with the roster you got and then the defense is really where i was obviously talking to you earlier yeah the rookies have to step up they're outside of george carl in the first round there were zero investments made to this defensive <laughs> line and if he doesn't step in right away and provide an impact outside of chris jones pass rush just won't exist in kansas city and then this defense and in that you division, need you need to, to have rush a pass the rush. passer. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if our linebacking core improved or if Trent McDuffie and Legarius Sneed play really well on the outside. Another mm-hmm. guy that has to step up right away as our number two corner. Yeah, if we can't rush the passer, Frank Clark, I want to believe he can turn it on at some point. I don't believe that. As much <laughs> as I want to try and believe it, it would have happened by now. I can't. Yeah, he was terrible in the Buffalo game. Yeah, he yeah. was really, really bad. <laughs> I mean. I, that's pretty much all I have to say. Multiple rookies need to step up for us to mm-hmm. play up to that power ranking. They're and another I don't team. Know if they we we kind of have them ranked at their ceiling right now, like if the, or not necessarily their ceiling, but like what they could be at a high level. Yeah. If you know, if we see a couple weeks, Karloftis isn't necessarily panning out, and Snead isn't I, stepping up, then we probably move them down a little bit. That's why I was down on them because yeah, rookie edge rushers take time to develop. I don't think Karloftis is an instant impact guy. I think he'll take a few weeks to get going, and yeah. that's that's dangerous. Hey, that's a few yeah. losses. You're forgetting something. This Jeez. team has heart. They started three and four last year. Tell me again, Ryan. Tell me one more time. Yeah, in case there. you all didn't know, the Chiefs Please started three it. and four last year. Did, and did yeah. they make the playoffs? They did make the. You know they made the AFC Championship. Did they really? They really did. After starting. Three After four. starting. We started three and four this year. It's going to be a much different. So story. you can start with a few losses and still finish strong. If you and all you need schedule. is like all you need is the best quarterback in the NFL. And a it's terrible that schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot worse this year. Let's all move right. On to number four. Uh, number four, we have uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just got barely edged out by the Chiefs. No. And as we were kind of just mentioning earlier, the reason I have them lower personally is, I mean, 
Todd Bowles I like as a defensive coordinator. No idea if he's a good head coach. Uh, I think Andy Reid is miles better in that department. I think Patrick Mahomes is currently better than 46-year-old Tom Brady. I agree. However, the Buccaneers' whole team is really good, too, so they're yes, going to be a contender. That is true. No question. I mean, it's hard, yeah. All they really did on offense was uh, lose a good guard, Nally Marpet, to retirement, but they brought in Shaq Mason as a replacement. Four of their five offensive linemen are solidified at this point. Mm-hmm. That's enough. They brought in Russell Gage to help cope with the loss of Chris Godwin for at least probably the first half of this season. I don't know. He mm-hmm. had really late ACL surgery, which sucks for him because he's yeah, a good receiver. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll probably spend the first half of the year without Godwin be my guess. They're also still kind of tight endless because Gronk is still yet to make a retirement decision, and Cameron Brate's fine, but yeah. He's, yeah. he's nothing special. So their weapons have definitely decreased, but, you know, he's still got Mike Evans. He's, yeah. mm-hmm. Gage is fine. Defense is mostly the same. They brought in Logan Ryan to replace Jordan Whitehead, and I don't know if I like that move because Ryan, since he left Tennessee, has kind of sh- he's shown the age. He yeah. was not good mm-hmm. in New York. Yeah, yeah. Along with the rest of New York. Along, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. <laughs> Devin White needs to step up a little bit more than he did last year. Uh, I think Todd Bowles will get that out of him, like you said. Really good defensive coach. And their yeah. depth on the inside of their line, other than Vita Vea, isn't the strongest. Mm-hmm. No. It's de- it's not as good as it has been the past couple years, but it's still a really it's nice roster. It's relatively the same defense we saw last year, Yeah, which means this team is probably going to win just as many games as they did last year. Most likely. Yeah. I mean... Unless Jameis Winston is incredible, I don't. I mean, they're going to win. No, the division NFC sucks. South. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think they they take that division pretty easily. That's I agree. We have them four. They're a good team. And at five, we have uh, probably the team with one of the best overall off seasons, uh, the the L A Chargers. That uh, that roster improved. They so have much. made a lot of moves, and I like the moves that they made. Man, I looked into the Chargers we... a lot today, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Crazy. Well, tell us what you yeah. found. Tell you what I found about the Chargers, man. Uh, if there was a weakness, they filled it outside of linebacker, which I'll get to. But if there was a weakness, they pretty much filled it. Obviously, Herbert, Eckler, Allen, Williams. Great, Great offensive yeah. nucleus. Uh, you probably you have a top five offensive line at this point. The right tackle spot is a gaping hole, but having Zion Johnson, Corey Lindsley, Matt Filer, and Rashawn Slater, oh, you're fine. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett's kind of like the one interesting piece of this offense because he's like a guy every year you kind of, wherever he's gone, whether it's been L.A., Seattle, now, uh, like L.A., uh, he's, an, he's a good athlete. He's good mm-hmm. with the ball in his hands, but he's he's really struggles to just get open. I feel like he's a lot of potential that has yet to be unlocked, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm interested if the Chargers can unlock it. Enjoys fumbling. When you have a yeah. demigod playing quarterback, <laughs> I think that helps. Well, he's had Russell Wilson before, and they didn't really True. do much. Yeah, I'll, I I'll mean, they, it I seems the Chargers don't like young tight ends. They don't like tight ends in general, really. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Which they I guess, just bring in the old, washed-up veteran to come in and bring Antonio for Gates a year. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on defense, man, all they Woo! did was just yeah. go out, take a average secondary, and make it one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. J.C. Jackson. Don't really need to talk about J.C. Jackson. Yeah. Dude's a stud. He'll still be a stud. Yep. You get a slot corner extraordinaire, Bryce Callahan, who, while only being a slot corner, is really damn good at his job. That's what I was thinking of earlier, actually. Uh, we were, you were, we were we discussing were slot a, corners, yeah. yeah is he related today. to Bo Callahan? Oh, draft day legend. <laughs> Bryce Callahan's pretty good off the field. Somebody call Kevin Costner. I think people went to Bryce's birthday. Uh, they really fine. Uh, yeah, that's they probably did. a fair yeah. point. Uh, 
It's a big year on the outside for Asante Samuel Jr. If you'll remember, he was a lot of people's sleeper good draft pick last year. Chargers took him early second. I think he had a nice rookie He was year. terrible. Really? Yeah. He's oh. one of the worst graded corners in the league. According to PFF? Yeah. All which right. we'll, we'll be, we'll be I thought he was fine when I watched the Chargers, but I guess that's just one of the ones where... I saw a lot of they... highlights of him getting cooked on red zone. Really? Yeah. He, he was the guy they picked on. Michael Davis is actually a guy I'm surprised isn't playing more. He was good for them. Hmm. But you go out... Deceived. You fix your uh, you fix your edge number two by just you know getting Khalil Mack. He's alright. Who? Yeah, he had a he had an average season last year. He was hurt. Wow. Bosa yeah. and Mack. Yeah, Bosa and Mack. That's Mack a really nice wild. edge deal. Is I mean, is there a better one? Uh, we'd have to look into it, but I don't think so. At Maybe this point, if, no. if Chandler Jones turns back the clock a little bit, him and Crosby, yeah, him and Crosby, might, Crosby oh, yeah, maybe. Nice but uh, I still think this is better. I think I would agree as yeah. of right now. Uh, then you go out and you plug the terrible run defense from last year by benching Jerry Tillery, hopefully, <laughs> signing Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson, who are two guys that are probably going to fly under the radar for most people. Mm-hmm. They're just good run-plugging defensive linemen. Yep, you stick them in there, and that's immediately, you're not going to get torched by running backs anymore. They also mm-hmm. signed Kyle Van Noy, which I know like what we're looking at right now has him as an inside linebacker. He's just really not that. He's more of a pass rusher outside linebacker. So that just gives you even more help. Like, third downs, you could stick Kyle Van Noy on the edge and move either Mack or Bosa inside. I mean, you've got a killer pass rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. you got a good safety duo. Derwin James is obviously top tier. Mm-hmm. Nasir Adderley's fine. And then the, the one hole I was talking about, it's a really big year for Kenneth Murray, man. They traded up to get him two years ago, and he hasn't shown much of anything. Yeah. The coaching staff... Clearly, he's trying to give him a shot, although I've heard a lot of reports they really aren't a fan of him. They brought in uh, Troy Reader to compete this season, <laughs> but let's be real. I looked at his his grades as well. He's been bad every year of his career. Even when Staley was in L.A. Yeah. Linebackers, a huge that, That's really their only hole, but having, yeah. those, having those new uh, D-tackles on the line should definitely help the run defense. It, you'd hope so, yeah. It's, so it's, you know, it's very unfortunate from a fantasy football point of view. I really enjoy just pl- plugging in running backs that are about to play the Chargers. Yeah, it was fun last year. It was a really year. nice just kind of fantasy hack. It's I liked a, it. It's a roster that improved tenfold, and I'd be surprised if we have to move them down a lot as the season goes on. Yeah. And with our with our sixth placement, uh, we have who just he's kind of coming in bunches, but just got barely edged out by the Chargers as the Green Bay Packers. Oh. Um, I you know looking through them earlier uh, on the defensive side of the ball, not the ball that gets talked about because of you know Aaron Rodgers, but on the, on the defense. <laughs> looking at it earlier, this actually I mean I know they've been investing in defense, but looking at it was kind of crazy. They now have seven first round picks that are going to start on defense. Uh, you have Devontae wow. Wyatt, who's been brought in um, to replace Dean Lowry. I'd say that should be an upgrade, I mm-hmm. hope. You have Quay Walker, who's a rangy, long, fast inside linebacker, replacing Chris Barnes, who was an undrafted free agent. I think that hopefully should be an upgrade. Chris Barnes is a good player, though. Can't yeah, no, I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying, I mean, when you're replacing your weak links like that with two studs in the first round, that's really nice. And then your non-first-round picks that are playing significant snaps. You got Adrian Amos, who's PFF's highest-graded safety the last two years. You got Devondre Campbell, who's an All-Pro. You got Rasul Douglas, who, you know, just a good player last year. And Preston Smith, who has 25 sacks the last three years. It's pretty nice. Um, I mean, last year they were 13th in, def- in defensive points per game without Jair Alexander and the rest of these guys. That's pretty nice. Um, I mean, it's hard not to like that defense, especially roster-wise. Uh, they they got a new special teams coordinator, so hopefully no more uh, punts getting blocked in key situations. Yeah, I mean, hey, you never know. Yeah, I trust Rich Bisaccia. 
you know, I, I saw this clip last year of on on a field goal. I saw him counting uh, mm -hmm. the amount of players that he had on the field. And that's something that we didn't have the luxury of last year. Hey, I mean, I mean, <laughs> we didn't count. I mean, listen, you know, you can blame the coordinator all you want, but at the end of the day, your long snapper's got to block a little bit. That's yeah. true. That's true. And hopefully, Rich gets in there and uh, tells him people give it credit for. <laughs> yeah, tells yeah. him to get his shit together. Um, and obviously, the thing that people are talking about is you may be saying like, "What? They don't have anyone on offense." Well, you know, they do have the two-time MVP of the last couple of the last two seasons, four times in his career. Uh, they drafted three receivers. They signed Wash, Sammy Watkins, um, but they do have a great <laughs> offensive line, two really nice running backs. Straight up called him Wash. <laughs> I like, I like the receivers they drafted a lot. I think Christian Watson has ceiling is. I mean, the ceiling is the sky there. Yeah. I think he can be really good. Yeah, agreed. Romeo Dubes is a really nice deep threat they picked up in the fourth round. I think they lean on the run game a little bit, lean into the tight ends, and let Rodgers figure that out. Hopefully the defense plays well, and I think that's a pretty nice a nice team overall. You saying this is a little bit of a Mercedes Lewis resurgence here? Yes, please. Make up for incredible. your fumble against the 49ers. Oh, that's right. That was fine. I mean, they did also lose Zedarius Smith, but he didn't play last year anyways. That's fine. Uh, and they did lose their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, but, I mean, they have LaFleur. It's fine. Yeah. So that's, that's what I have to say about them. Uh, the sixth spot, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I, them and the Chargers, I mean, you can... You can put it how you like. like yeah, I, I, it's pretty similar, I yeah. think. Just different strengths, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, those two teams are going to play a very different brand of football. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then Ooh, next, we got. we got the... Oh, boy. Oh, oh is it boy. my time to shine? Uh, no chance. The Baltimore Ravens. Uh, uh, I've been, Seven. I've been preparing so much for this one. Yes. This team is going to have such a good comeback. Because they, mm. they have so many replays. I don't care about your groans weren't they what were they six and one six and two last year before they got all the injuries yeah let's let's go through the roster because I, I i went oh. looked about how they plugged all the holes in their roster oh and they gosh. did a really good job so obviously lamar jackson at his peak is an mvp which is just not something you can argue it's factual yep uh True. they're running back stable unanimous healthy. mvp unanimous mvp yeah god what a year Dobbins and Gus Edwards pre-ACL are both really good players. Yep. They added a running back in the sixth round. Name's kind of eluding me out of Missouri, who's supposed to be their receiving back, but good player. Uh, their offensive line is going to do a good amount of shuffling here because Ronnie Stanley's coming back from the ACL. I expect him to be what he was pre-ACL. Uh, you obviously go out, tra uh, draft Linderbaum. Should be your center for the next ten years. Best center in the really draft. Good player. They trade for Kevin Zeitler from the Giants was one of the best guards in football for the Browns before he went to the Giants, and the best guard in the Giants by a mile. Good player, patch up a hole. Then the right tackle. Funny enough, last year the Ravens started a former undrafted center at right tackle named Patrick McCarry. Did they really? And he actually graded out as a top half of the league pass protector. Hmm. Their coaching staff is so, so elite. Now all they're going to do is just take Makari and just shift him to left guard, which is their one hole. And they sign Morgan Moses, who is an above, who is an average Jesus to above Christ, average right dude. tackle. And then with Moses, you let him play a year, and then you have Daniel Falele, who you took in the fourth round, to just plug right into your right tackle. They hole. are so smart. Yeah. It's like they're playing forty chess, and everyone else is playing like fucking sorry sliders or something. You know, it's funny. I feel like if I didn't tell people I was a Chiefs fan, people would think I'm like a, just a huge Ravens fan. <laughs> yeah. I actually hate the Ravens. Our agenda is like full-fledged at this yeah, point. There crazy. is a, a Ravens agenda coming out of us, too. Now you, might, now you might ask, Mason, what about the weapons? Well, the weapon tell is... Tell me about oh. the weapons. The legs of J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson, and Gus Edwards. 
the hands of Mark Andrews, and who was the best tight end in football last what are we year. What receiver-wise here? Well, receiver-wise, they clearly see something in Rashad Bateman. Yeah, I most likely, I, yeah. I didn't see it last year, but I, like I don't think they didn't have a bad year. No, he actually he did put it was up some decent solid, yardage. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. They clearly see the breakout, and I'm willing to trust a front office who hasn't really but given me man, any reason is to stray that away. Receiving core bleak if he does not have. I'm, a, Make big yeah. yeah then, no, here. they need him. I'm to interested well. to see Devin Duvernay because they haven't really given him a chance, and he's he was a pretty highly uh, hyped up pick out of Texas. He was actually an All Pro as a kick returner last year, so he's clearly got some speed to either. play into that offense. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know until I looked at it today. Then you go to their defense, which was really the problem due to the injuries last year. It, what what they have? To, I want to say I might be wrong, it but I believe twenty seven players on IR last That's year. Wild. That's insane. Yeah. That is like such catastrophic luck. They will like they will have half that next. Seems year. every yeah. year there's Max. one team. Yeah, and they just, just they got the yeah. brunt of it. This is going to be our longest episode, and we're going to be okay with that. <laughs> this is actually wild. This is fun. Uh, Humphrey had a little bit of a down year last year. Remember that game against Jamar Chase? That was pretty rough for him. But uh, yeah. I think he steps up. Marcus Peters is back. He can sh- he shows he's played well. Uh, at the safeties, you've got uh, Marcus Williams, whose job is going to be to come in there, play back, and prevent any deep touchdowns. And that's what he's best at, Pro Bowl talent. Chuck Clark is incredibly versatile. He actually has over 150 snaps at three different spots last year. Actually, that's, just a good player. That's impressive. And then I was I was looking at that, and then I remembered, hey, you got Kyle Hamilton too. We do have oh, Kyle Hamilton. They can play yes. so many three safety looks. One of those guys at linebacker or up on the line. It's crazy, and they it's need beautiful. it. Beautiful, dude. Because... Harbaugh is probably just like salivating right now. <laughs> Like, his mouth is just drenched. He's ready. Dude, they need it because both their linebackers are terrible. Harbaugh, Harbaugh yeah. is yeah. one of the most underappreciated coaches in this he's league. Such he a good never coach. gets talked about, and he's just been solid for a past Years decade. Now. He won yeah. a Super Bowl, and Joe Flacco was his fucking quarterback. <laughs> Joe Flacco went god mode in those playoffs. I, I know, but it's that. still Joe Flacco. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> now, Patrick Queen to get into a little bit more. One of the worst great linebackers in the NFL. <laughs> Patrick Queen sucks. This is definitely one of my biggest like pre-draft misses this side of Paxton Lynch. I mm-hmm. thought this dude was going to be a stud coming out of LSU. I was begging the Green and Bay front office to take him. I think it kind of just shows undersized linebackers have a really hard path to success because both because I mean Queen's six one two twenty seven, and he's not a big dude. He's more of that fly around type of linebacker, and mm-hmm. he really hasn't translated. Yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, they've got a good edge group. Tyus Bowser, Odafe Owe had a good rookie year. Was not expecting that. They've got three good interior linemen. Calais Campbell's on the back end of his time, but he was still pretty average last year. Michael Pierce, good nose tackle. And Justin Matabuike is a guy they really like there to develop. Young player. Overall, the Ravens did a great job of patching their holes from last year, making sure that adding depth, if what happened last year happens again to any extent, they are ready for it. I feel like this is a team that's going to come out hungry, and they're going to it's going they're going to be, be a really good, good season year. for them. Yeah, I I'm saying it now. I I think they're winning the division next year. I mean, as you can already tell, we've placed the Ravens at seven, and the Bengals have not yet been placed. Oh, so it'll be a while to the true. Bengals. Although there is a preference there. I I yeah. think we can't we can't necessarily and we'll we'll get to them later, but we can't necessarily rule out Cleveland depending on how things play out for them. Hell yeah, Cleveland's I mean, coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's going to irk some people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Anyways. Next we got... Oh, this uh, one pains me. We got the, the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Uh, hey man, I'm I'm with you on that, but it, I, can't, I can't help what they did. Yeah, we we this was our biggest disagreement. Ryan had them a few spots lower, just based on how the voting system worked. They ended up being right here at eight. Um, it's hard not to love their weapons. They have a one of they have arguably the best uh, X receiver in the NFL, Devonta Adams. They have a true. fantastic slot receiver, Hunter Renfro. They have yeah. a great tight end in Darren Waller. That's a really nice trio. They have who I what I think is a top twelve quarterback in Derek Carr. I'd agree. Yeah. I mean, on the back half of that twelve, but a good player. Uh, mm-hmm. They have Jacobs is an adequate running. Jacobs back. Jacobs is a good running back. Yeah, yeah he's fine. If they decide um, to use him. They, not they drafted Zamir Kenyon White. Drake. If they they want, yeah, no. <laughs> Zamir White Drake's as well. Done at this point, man. Yeah, that's easy to get injured one too many times. Yeah, their offensive line is. Colt Miller's a really good left tackle. A bit shaky in some spots. Every spot but left tackle. Yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> putting it nicely. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's a little shaky, um, but, I mean, those weapons are going to score points. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're an interesting roster to look at because they've, they've got the star power in important positions, but then mm-hmm. there will be some positions where they've, they're actually quite talented. We're, not, we're yeah. not a huge fan of that defense. I'm not a fan of the interior O-line or the interior D-line. It's, and, it's uh, quite bad. The they, same thing with a lot of these teams. Linebacker play has really declined across the league, man. A lot of these teams have major holes to fill at linebacker, yeah. and there's just not a lot of good ones to go around anymore, it feels yeah. like. It's a, it's a hard position to fill. It, it truly is, yeah. And the I mean, the Raiders, let's get to what they do well on defense. Uh, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, at their peaks, is an insane pass that, rush duo. Yeah, that that's why I'm not... Like, the interior D-line hurts the run game, but their pass rush is going to be just fine. I agree. And while Chandler Jones has taken a nosedive off a cliff as a run defender, his pass rush production is well enough to justify the deal the Raiders gave him Mm -hmm. and the upside he has. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Corners, I like the Rock Yassin trade when they... uh, Yeah, that was a really nice move. Yeah, I thought it was a good underrated move. He was actually pretty good last year. Trayvon Mullen hasn't really shown a lot since they drafted him, but... no. Shove him in there. Prove it year for Trayvon. Yeah, uh, we'll I can see. see going either way. Jonathan Abram is a player who has a lot of like nice flash plays, but overall he shows he shows the peak of what he could be. But I, I think he has yet to be a consistent football player. Plays the player. game too fast, which is not something I really thought I'd say about a player. But he actually just nose dives in there and yeah. misses so many tackles because of his play speed. Yeah, but they they've got a good safety in Trayvon Merrig. He was a really yeah, he's nice really nice pick for them in the draft last. Really year. nice for us in Madden as well. He's great for us in Madden, let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> uh, their their best linebacker was actually a Pro Bowler last year, Denzel Perryman. It was a very underrated Pro Bowl selection, I know. He was I, a Pro Bowler? Yeah, he was a Pro Bowler. He was, How about it? Yeah, I know. that. Saw that today. <laughs> and we watched part of the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. We, and we, just, we just didn't observe, huh? I guess I didn't hear Our Denzel Perryman's moment. name, yeah. I must have been too busy just not enjoying the Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a yearly thing. Two-hand touch. Uh, I guess, that, I mean, that wraps up the Raiders. This is a yeah. team with a really good ceiling, but some of these positional deficiencies could very well have them falling through. Oh, would you look at who our next team is? The fact that the Raiders are above them is just... it. it uh, Broncos are I would clowns, Any man. team for the rest of it's this list, Broncos. you put them it's above not. the 49ers, uh, I'm fine with it. You put the Raiders above the 49ers, that's where I lose it. I can't handle well, it. I'll get into the Raiders I'll in get my into lifetime. My Relax. The 49ers have been terrible plenty of times, yes, but there's been like once ever where the Raiders are better than. Man, them. you can't just take like what we've seen all our lives. It's just what the team is doing right I can't now, man. I can't okay, so it. with Ryan's reaction, you can tell our next team is the San Francisco 49ers. It is. Before Ryan goes nuclear, let me just say my one reason why I have the Raiders ranked above them 
is just because I will we'll see if Debo stays healthy the whole year. And also, I don't know what they're doing at the quarterback position. No, Once I know no that, sense. I what it their quarter the, whatever yeah. they're doing with the quarterback doesn't yeah. make a ton of exactly. sense. Exactly. That's why I can't. I feel like I can't put them any higher. Oh, at the moment. I completely agree. Yeah. I think the 49ers being right here is perfectly fine. It could even be considered generous. I mean, like there is plenty of teams below them right here where if they were above them. I wouldn't be that mad about it. But, like, at the end of the day, you look at the 49ers. I mean, we know they can be a top five team in the NFL yeah. with this current roster. They mm-hmm. have they an incredible the roster. It's just year. you have a second-year quarterback who played two games last right. season who will most likely be your starting it's, quarterback. And you which, can't – I, I just to need judge. to see how good he is before – I mean, this really shows how much we think the Niners roster is good that we have yeah. them this high yeah. with the fact that we don't know what their quarterback is. Because I, mean, I mean, if he's good, I'm moving them up like four or five spots. Yeah. They drafted Lance thinking Garoppolo was done after a bad year two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they go and make the NFC Championship. And now it feels it's like – It's an awkward situation. Trying to develop Lance on this win-now team is jamming a square peg in a round hole. Yeah, it just doesn't a make bit. a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're a team with a lot of variants. Like, they could very it's, well it's be 500. It's just hard to tell at the moment. Yeah. We need more clarity with that. I mean, you which is why we don't do power rankings in May, but whatever. Uh, I should have mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, this is the way too early power rankings. We're going to revisit this as oh, yeah. the summer goes on. Yeah, yeah. there's our cop-out, yeah. yeah. All right, let's continue. I mean, you should, like, you, you look at the Niners, their offense... Other than, I guess, the quarterback situation potentially changing, it's pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. It has not mm-hmm. changed from they last year. They lost Lake and Tomlinson, but yeah, that's I mean, everything about else it. is the same. I mean, they might lose Alex Mack. That might be a blow that they receive. A lot of people are thinking maybe they just move Brunskill over there, and hopefully the second-round pick they used last year for Aaron Banks, he's actually ready to be a starter. I but... trust you to develop linemen more than most teams in the league because Lake and Tomlinson was actually terrible after he was drafted in Detroit <laughs> and then came to San Francisco just kind of a cast off and yeah. earned himself $40 million. So I, I think Aaron Banks has a shot. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But, I mean, you move over to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I'd say you look at it, they lost – I mean, their death on D-line was insane last season. Yeah. They lost a little bit of that depth, you could argue. But Your I think they make player. up for that and. The secondary, the issues, the major issues they had last year, I'd say they have a pretty good secondary now. Like, I mean... They've made huge strides to yes. improve it. I mean, know? they not they re-signed Verrett, which Wait, no was, one's was really talking about. Was he healthy last year? Verrett? Was he healthy last year? No, I don't think he was. He was that he means not. he'll be healthy this year. It's every yeah. other year. Oh, perfect. He, he, all right, there you go. He was out all last year. The year before, he had an incredible season. If he can somehow stay healthy... They're set. He's so I good mean, when he's healthy, dude. I mean, they have C.J. Mosley. They have Tavares Ward. I mean, Tavares Ward was a damn good signing. He's man. he's good. I Very mean, he'll he'll be solid. Go. Yeah. I mean, you look at their safeties. They did bring in George Odom. I don't know if that lasts. I think Telno Hufanga is a better player. I think I he'll probably take that spot by the end of the season. But I guess you never know. Their linebackers are incredible. Really good. Yeah. I Warner mean, is a god. Greenlaw is really good too. He's underrated. And you look at their their D line. Who the hell knows if D Ford will show up? Most likely not. <laughs> I hope he gets cut at this point. It's just not worth the uh-huh. the, <laughs> the, but the price tag. Really good. And yes, and I mean, who knows what happens with Drake Jackson? Hopefully, Kinlaw makes a leap this year. They, I mean, that defense is still going to be very solid. It kind of this team comes down to Trey Lance and what happens with that. Yeah, yeah. like it's, uh, it's a the, tough decision. This is one after like three weeks, once we've seen a little bit of what they look like, they will, can move up or they can move down. Yeah. We'll have to see. With still having Jimmy on the roster, I genuinely do not 
envy being Kyle Shanahan right now. Yeah, like, they're a, they're in what are you such supposed an to awkward do, place, man? Yeah, because like it's not like Jimmy was bad last year. No, he was pretty good last. I mean, year. he and can look very bad in in big situations, but he did not play that. And bad. the risk of throwing Trey Lance and him just being garbage like that that's that's a real possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't know. No, uh, so yeah, that's why we have them there. And then the next spot. Oh, this one gets my blood boiling. Uh, we got the Denver Broncos, <laughs> yeah. who I have been for the last multiple months saying I think they're the most overrated team in football. Um, I just, I think I've been theorizing this for a while. I think teams that have poor quarterback play, they get a they get a weird boost from people saying that like they attribute the winning to other things, so they assume the rest of the roster is incredible. I just don't think that was the case with the Broncos. I think it's okay. Let's but talk about them. Let, let's talk. Let's about go it. top to bottom. Let me go top to bottom for you. We're gonna go defense first because this is what a lot of people love about the Broncos. Yeah, I really enjoy Justin Simmons as a player. I'm He's not gonna great. take that away from you. He He's great. an amazing safety. Sertain is clamps. Sertain is great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go here. Randy Gregory as a pass rusher, I think, brings a lot of upside to the group. Little a, question mark otherwise, but a yeah. Terrible run defender, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the DJ Jones signing. Yes. Really good. Incredible, really, really signing. nice signing there. Ronald Darby is kind of a. Eh. Uh, he was he was really good in run defense last year and really bad in coverage. Which, which is I mean, you want yeah, you yeah, want your corner to be good in coverage, in my opinion. I don't really know with Fangio gone what type of defense they're running this year, so I'd have to get back to you. On we're gonna we're gonna have is. to see there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now let's move. Like some of the things I'm not a huge fan of. Kareem Jackson, for a long time, was a really good safety in both Houston and Denver. He started to play badly last year, and he's now 34. I think Father Time is just is just knocking for Kareem Jackson. Yes. I think it's it's over for him being an impact player. Uh, their linebackers, I don't know enough about Josie Jewell. He tore his ACL after two games last year. Looked decent in those games, though. Alex Singleton, yeah. I've, I've watched enough of him on the Eagles to know he's not, not a good football player, unfortunately. Yeah, see, I mean, when we go through that defense... I, that's just not that uh, crazy. It's fine. We haven't but... even gotten to the screaming hot take yet. Oh, jeez. I mean, yeah. Draymond Jones is fine. Uh, I want to see how he develops. Uh, Mike Purcell is uh, above average nose tackle, grading-wise. And uh, Bradley Chubb, man. Let's talk about Bradley let's, Chubb. Let's, let's do it. Why because uh, Bradley Chubb was a f- really good prospect coming out of NC State. I had no, no doubts about him being an impact player. He gets in the league... Has 11 sacks his rookie year. Then he plays four games and tears his ACL. Mm -hmm. Then he comes back from his ACL the next year. Doesn't look right. Plays 14 games. Only seven and a half sacks. Looks a step slow. Then he comes back this year. Misses, I believe, 10 games. Only plays seven. Wait, wait, wait. Ryan, do you know off the top of your head how many sacks he had last year? Guess. Zero. That zero. is correct. Yeah. No I'm sacks smart. last year. In seven games, he had zero sacks. He has not played a full schedule since his rookie year. The dude has talent, but if he can't stay on the field and be productive while he's on the field, what's there to tell me he's going to bounce back after three years of middling production? He had a PFF grade about equivalent to my bill at Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> which is not great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want your PFF grade to be 45. No, no. That's out of 100. Pretty bad. So, I don't They're hoping it. Nick Benito, who they drafted, can step into his pass rushing role, which he could. Yeah, he's. A, I, I actually like that player. I mean, a lot, yeah, I think he's actually a really good addition. That's, to this. A, that's a good draft pick. It was just a it's really, really bad. I was not expecting Bradley Chubb to be this bad when I looked at him because I always, mm-hmm. I mean, I heard him gassed up by literally everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not impressive. No. Well, let's go to the offensive side of okay, the ball. Okay, the offense, 
I'm more I, I like more. You you got you got a new coach. You got Nathaniel Hackett. He's from yeah. the Packers. He's their old offensive coordinator. Comes from that Rams tree. They're gonna run a lot of motion, a lot of zone running plays. I like that. But here's the caveat there. Like everyone's like, just slow down a little bit. There's a learning curve in this offense. Like let me let me walk you through as a Packers fan what I experienced with this offense. In 2018, before that offense, Rodgers threw 25 touchdowns. McCarthy gets fired. You bring him the floor. The next year he throws 26 touchdowns. Yeah. There's one more. Then the next year he had 48. How are his so, efficiency metrics? Uh, slightly better. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a learning curve. So it's, it's going to take a bit for Wilson to gel. I don't care how much of a nerd he is. It's going to take a bit. Like, you just got to – you need the reps in the system. I think maybe after – Half the year, a year, it's going to look pretty awesome. But I think just slow down a little bit. I, um, however, they're, well, I think where you were going to go with that is their receivers. Their receivers are good. I refuse yeah. to tell you this is a great receiving core. They are all good at what they do. Sutton post-ACL has kind of worried me because he hasn't looked right. But yeah. I think he's I mean, at his peak, if he can get back there, is good. I think Tim Patrick's honestly like, their most consistent receiver. He's he has, really good he so has showed up with even with their garbage quarterback play. Yeah. Jerry Judy flashes. He flashes a lot, but he is, He's, his hands he has not and proven his himself he is, at all yet. The potential is there. I really want to see what he does with Russell Wilson. I just, though, I that's agree. a player I've been rooting for. I think the but, sky's the limit for Judy. I just yeah. think yeah. He, yeah, yeah, I, agree. I just think fixed. it's really interesting that, like, every time people talk about the Broncos and Russell Wilson's weapons, they're always talking about Judy, and I'm like... Yeah. I personally, so as of right now, I think Tim Patrick's better. I think you could argue that Cortland Sutton's better. Personally, uh, I yeah. I mean... There's more, yeah. I mean, you can't really argue with that. There was no production from Judy yet, but... I mean, after next year, after next year, we could be like, well, that was silly. Yeah. They've got ex- pretty much an exactly, like, league average offensive line. Garrett Bulls, his development's actually been, like, really cool to see, even if he was, like, a 25-year-old rookie and he's now 30. Yeah. It's taken a while, but... Risner, Cushenberry, Glasgow, Turner, all solid players, not spectacular. Best Russell Wilson's probably had in many, many years, though. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had a lot of great. That's true. Uh, yeah. He's probably never had a line that good. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of sick of the Oakway Boonam hype at tight end. He's, he's an athlete. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yet to be it's, seen. It's actually, yeah, quite frustrating. Overall, I think the Broncos' offense is more consistent than the Raiders, but the possible output, is, I feel like, is less. Yeah, the I mean, Raiders they, at their ceiling, I feel like, would beat the Broncos, but yeah, the Broncos yeah, have a more that. consistent floor. I mean, we could be underrating them. I don't think we are. I think ten I is know. ten is fair. I mean, there's so much change with this team. Yeah. Like, I need to see it before I'm gonna I mean, like you put the, it higher. The than The entire that. division is top ten in our rankings. Somebody has to finish last. Yeah, I yeah, I it think, could be any of those four. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, with that Raiders comparison, you look. I mean, Derek Carr at his best is one of the He's best quarterbacks good, in the yeah. league, mm-hmm. but. It's just that he is not as consistent as some of the best quarterbacks in the That's league. What, this year, I feel like ev- everybody has their opinion on Derek Carr. I mm-hmm. think he's a good quarterback. There's a lot of people who say he's underrated. A lot of people say he's overrated. Mm-hmm. This is the year where the Derek Carr narratives go to die. Yeah. If yeah. he doesn't show up this year, we're going to have some serious I need, questions next season. I need mm-hmm. good production and big games from him. I, and I, mean, I think he delivers. But you have, I yeah. think he will too, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but you have no excuse with the no. that receiving this, core. Like, this is the year we. He's probably, you know, this things. year he's probably just going to get injured and be out all year, so we still won't know. <laughs> God, that that would yeah. be so scriptwriter. <laughs> that is so scriptwriter. 
All right, well, then with our next team, uh, speaking of quarterbacks being out for potentially the year, we got the Browns mm, at number yeah. 11. This is an interesting this one. This team is intriguing. I had, them, I had them far lower than you guys did simply just because I don't know how much Watson is going to play. Well, I was I was putting my ranking based on if Watson plays yes, the whole season. Me too. Because right. right now that I don't is feel the like case. speculating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we said, we'll do this again later on when later on in the off season when, when we we'll probably have stuff we'll probably have team. a better idea of if he will play or not. But I mean, you look at this roster. It's a great roster. It is awesome. Well, there's there's one there's one glaring hole we'll get to in a minute. But the <laughs> the offense, uh, the weapons are. I mean, Deshaun's done a lot with a little mm-hmm. in in his Houston career. Even having Amari Cooper as your wide receiver one is definitely nothing to slouch at. Yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones can make plays. He's not a guy I'm comfortable with as their number two. Mm-hmm. But when you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Dearness Johnson in the backfield with a really, I think a really underrated tight end and David Njoku, mm-hmm. I think you're mm-hmm. fine. Plus their offensive line. I mean, Vitonio and Teller is the best guard combo in the league. They are just both really damn good. Conklin's a good run blocker at right tackle. Mm. Wills is someone I need to see step up. He kind of had a down year last year. And then a guy I don't really know much about is their new center, Nick Harris. They drafted him two years ago. Really yeah, small dude out of Washington. Know very little about that. But they trusted him enough to release a top 10 center in J.C. Treader to save some caps, so... We'll let's, see. Let's roll him out there, yeah, and then. I mean, Watson's had far worse offensive lines than that. So oh yeah, no, this I is think the best he'll ever have. Um, uh, let's roll to their defense. We're gonna go back to front here because I like their back end more than their D line. <laughs> uh, John Johnson is kind of just consistency uh, at safety. That's literally it. He's just a he's a good player. He's not gonna get beat too much. That's about it. And then at strong safety. I've heard Ronnie Harrison honestly might get released at some point to make room for Grant Delpit because Harrison's a really good run defender, but he plays more like a linebacker. Like He's really bad in coverage. But Delpit is kind of brings more to the table both both ways. I think they're going to try and get him more playing time. Their linebackers, I really like Owusu Koromoa. He had a really good rookie season last year. He can do a lot mm-hmm. as an athlete. Oh, there's a name that needs to be talked about more. Uwusu Karamoa? Yep. Yeah, he just didn't get enough playing time last year, honestly. hope they're able to integrate him a little more. Walker's a fine middle linebacker. Denzel Ward got paid $100 million. That tells For you what a reason. you know yeah. about him. Yeah. Good player. Greg Newsom actually had a pretty good rookie year. Yeah, it's a really yeah. nice duo. It's nice to have a good rookie corner you can rely mm-hmm. on, yeah. Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett. And then their defensive line, it, they really didn't do a lot with it this offseason. I mean... They're, yeah. After Clowney left, their edge two is uh, Stephen Weatherly. Who, it's it's kind of Garrett and yeah. some dudes. It's yeah. Garrett, Jordan Elliott, Taven Bryan, and Stephen Weatherly. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. That's really gross. But but I think I mean, the rest of their defense, the rest of their roster is good. Yeah. I mean, if that's your only hole, you're still sitting. You're sitting pretty. You are. Yeah. It's a nice team. Although Man, these rosters are getting granted, better. Sitting is, pretty is third in the AFC North at this point, or true. second actually, as we have them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this is that's a pretty nice roster. Yeah, um, NFL's a lot more complete this year, man. It yeah, really, These it is so man. deep. And I guess um, as if we're done with that, uh, we can get into the next team. Yeah, who's who we got next? We got the Dallas Cowboys next. All right, yeah. number twelve. Um, NFC. I'm. I think they probably win their division. Um, Comfortably. They, yeah. they lost Amari Cooper. Who cares? Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've honestly, always been on the lower end with he's them. He's injured half the time with them anyway. Exactly. So. They got Jalen. Right after we say Amari Cooper's not too shabby as <laughs> a wide receiver. Hey, I mean, he he is, but I, it's they, just, just, they for, didn't for utilize Dallas. him yeah. for Dallas the extent that they could. Jalen Tolbert and James right Washington are, are nice additions to that mm-hmm. receiving core. C.D. and Gallup is really good. Yeah. Hope um, Gallup comes back from the ACL. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Zeke is aging, but he's still fine in short yardage situations. Pollard's really good. I mean, yeah. they have nice offensive personnel. The main concern, though, their offensive line is aging. Tyler Smith was a weird pick. Um, for... I don't think Tyler Smith's going to play a lot. This exactly. Year unless he's inside. Exactly. Yeah. It was an odd pick for a team that's kind of in a win Because they, they kind of yeah. needed a lineman that could play now. But if they put him at guard, which I've seen they might do, I guess, sure. Maybe, yeah. It's, he's going to have an interesting uh, mm-hmm. development cycle, I feel like, yeah. Beatish, um, Martin, Smith, and Steele are fine in the other four spots, though, outside of their age. Yeah, I mean, and they, they led the league in offensive points per game last year. Yeah. With 31, so I'm not that worried about the offense, really. Known consistent guy, tight end Dalton Schultz is going to be back. He's going to be <laughs> solid as ever. Dalton I Schultz propaganda. Dalton Just consistent. He is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the defense wasn't perfect, but I think it's headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I mean, Micah Parsons is a great player. Yeah. Uh, they were the second-ranked third-down defense, so in situational, I mean, situational moments, they're they're ready. Dude, it's really top-heavy, man. Lawrence, it is. Parsons, Diggs, you got Curse there too i mean outside of that like, outside of that it's a whole lot of eh. anthony brown had his moments last year but he's definitely a, a flag waiting to happen <laughs> they, second best anthony brown yeah. <laughs> they they play well together as a defensive unit though because yeah. dan quinn is a damn good coach he is a damn good coach Atlanta so did him dirty yeah i mean i'm i'm, on, I'm i like the, their defense is fine defensive line sucks it does more, suck. the, the personnel isn't great dante fowler Neville Gallimore and Carlos Watkins are not going to strike fear. Dante what? Fowler, is it 2017? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. How... Wait, is it 2022? Let's see how long it's been since Dante Fowler has produced at a league average rate. Mm. According to PFF, which is not 100% correct, but we're going to go by it for this, it's been two years since he's been even average, and that was his best year at 72. Ugh, well, you yeah. can't can't really love that, but no. I mean, this is why they're twelfth. They have holes, but I think overall they're a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they for, should they should win the division. They're going to capitalize on this NFC window that they've yes, got. Yeah, they I are. Think, yeah, they're going to enjoy their division win, and they're going to enjoy their round one exit. Yes, every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, to move on to our thirteenth ranked team. Ooh, some people aren't going to like this one. Uh, you have a team that was in the Super Bowl, ranked thirteenth, and what I have to say to you is. Sorry, they're not that good. It was a, they upgraded their roster, and I still think this was just a flash, man. Wait, it, what's that in this bottle right here? I think it's lightning. Is, that, is lightning in this bottle? Everything uh, fell the right way. Yes. There is no chance I ever again in my life see a team get nine sacks in a playoff game and lose. Yeah, Tennessee's... the Titans managed to fumble that game harder than I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. I, the Bengals are, they have great weapons. They have a young, up-and-coming quarterback. They have a great running back their in Joe Mixon. sucked in the playoffs. They retooled their offensive line. But mm-hmm. their, the narrative is about their offense. Their offense was not good in the playoffs. It was just not good the yeah. whole time. Their defense was incredible, and they bring their defense back. But, yeah. unfortunately... At the end of the day, that defense is not... Last year, the Bengals won 10 games and snuck into the playoffs. The AFC just got better, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Burrow is a top... 
I don't know, four or five quarterback in the AFC right now. Like that I d- shouldn't be a debatable thing. I don't yeah. even think that's a hot take. Like no, I don't really even think that's be. crazy. I just I just think he's not he's not that, and I think that shows this year more. I think the Bengals are gonna have well clearly we still have them making the playoffs. It's not like we're saying they're gonna just yeah. die out of well, nowhere. To be fair, they're actually our eighth ranked AFC team here, so we are just oh, missing it. Just yeah. missing it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like, which I could totally see. I see I could see I them going nine and eight, ten wins maybe, and just miss it briefly. I but, mean, like you look at the Bengals last year right like you look at normally like this isn't really a football thing which is why it was so interesting but like the Bengals just got hot at the right time like you think about this like I mean they were an okay team and I mean two weeks before before the playoffs Burrow just lit up the field. I mean, what did he have? Over 400 yards the final two uh, weeks? Against, against, he against Baltimore. 500 yes. on the Ravens. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. That was a great game. I mean, the when peak you, of Baltimore's hurt secondary. Yeah. When you're wild. going into the playoffs like that, I mean, even if their offense didn't do anything, your team's more confident. They were just hot at the right time. Yes, I mean, they had a good run. They didn't manage to get a Super Bowl out of it, but they had a good run. But Ryan at the end won of the our day, betting pool because of it. I yeah. did. I did. I followed the Bengals the whole way. I rode the wave. But at this point, like, <laughs> you look at their roster, they are they could, they can be a good team. They, they have a high ceiling. Yeah. But, yeah. like... We could be being silly we, here. Yeah, I mean, if this team comes out and they win their first two games and look very good, they'll, they'll climb up our rankings easily. I just feel like but. I haven't seen a bigger, like, flash-in-the-pan type team in a while than them. I mean... Yeah. 2017 Eagles come to mind, but I don't see yeah. them falling off that hard. Yeah. Let's be real here. I, I completely Should we agree. move to our last team? Our final team? I'd like to say this about our final team is the Colts. If mm-hmm. the Colts are in the exact same Week 18 situation this year than they were last year, I won't be surprised at all. I think they will be. They're going to be like 9-7 and seven going into their Week 18 game against unknown garbage team and they might <laughs> lose it again but yeah let's, this is a good roster i man. like this team i, I think they'll be good i think they have a, i think we can agree matt ryan at least provides some upgrade at quarterback. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's the best quarterback they've had since luck in You've my opinion got probably the best running back in football from a talent perspective and jonathan taylor jonathan taylor's great you have a fantastic offensive line yeah michael pittman had a thousand yards last year he's mm-hmm. a wide yeah. receiver one you have a decent receiving team. core it depends on how Alec Pierce yeah. produces. Alec Pierce yeah. needs to produce. It's okay. It's, it's I don't a know. big year for Paris Campbell because yeah. he always has hype coming in the year, and he always just he can't stay healthy. It sucks. Same for Mo Alec Cox. I mean, he was the number two hey, tight end for years. Don't there. talk about the red zone legend Mo Alec Cox like that. And we'll talk about former VCU basketball player <laughs> Mo Alec Cox like that. Did you buddy. know that he was a basketball player? I actually have you ever heard that before? Let the Fox broadcasters tell you one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Their defense is actually where I'm really intrigued. They brought in Gus Bradley, which means they will be running cover three 120% of their defensive snaps. And you know what Gus Bradley likes to do? Hmm. Bring every single player that he had on a previous roster to his new team. <laughs> so from the Raiders, uh, within two weeks of him getting there, he trades for Yannick Ngakwe, and uh, he also trades for Brandon Faison. From the uh, from the Raiders because he just can't go to a new roster. That is continuity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, fair enough, I guess. But I think I, their defense will be really good. I so. do too. I mean, and Gawkway is a good pass rusher, horrid run defender. But that's for another day. Grover Stewart's a really underrated D tackle. DeForest Buckner's great. Yes, he's a yeah, he's a really good. Quiddy Pay hopefully should have an improvement year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caden really likes Kenny Moore. Really I <laughs> love Kenny Moore. Yeah. Yes, he's a good player. I think Gilmore. I don't think Gilmore is that great of a fit. I think he's a better man corner than zone, but I think he'll still make an impact. Yeah, in, he'll in be the, fine. Darius Leonard's a dog. He's awesome. Yeah, he's got that. Do dog it, Caden. Do it. <laughs> 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 
That's Darius Leonard. That's what Darius I just Leonard did. is Him so fun game. to watch. It's a big, it's a big year for Bobby Okereke. He was not good last year, and his role as the will needs to step up because I don't have anybody else. <laughs> McLeod coming over from the Eagles at safety. He's a good stopgap. Same with Willis. Willis is a really versatile player. That I think this is going to be a good defense they, in there. Dude, had, they have solid players everywhere for their one defensive coverage. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think really their their defense can be great. It's really about how good their offense can be. Like, can Matt Ryan elevate that squad? This is going to be the most league average points per game offense out most there. Most likely, yes. I mean, yeah. I think oh. they should win so, their division. Their left tackle situation is actually interesting to me. Have you guys ever heard of Matt Pryor? Um, yes, so but I don't know much about Let me him. tell you a little about Matt, Matt Pryor, because I didn't know much either. So this dude is a sixth-round pick in 2018. He is a 6'7", 338. He's a massive dude. He played college ball at TCU. Uh, two years with the Eagles on a practice squad at guard. Didn't do anything. Comes to the Colts this year. Eric Fisher's out for a while. So they throw this dude in, stopgap. Plays 430 snaps. Actually grades out as a, a way above average tackle in both passing, pass huh. blocking and run blocking. That's classic so Colts. So it's, it's going to be interesting if they let him play left tackle or if they try to throw Bernard Raymond right into the fire this year. <laughs> well, I would hope the 25-year-old doesn't need any more development time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You love 25-year-old rookie Bernard Raymond. No. Uh, not as much as I love 25-year-old rookie Velas Jones for the Bears. That dude's really good. <laughs> I'd hope so. That's You're a grown-ass man. seven years in college football. You know he played with Juju and Ronald Jones? You're kidding me. No. Jesus His first year Christ. in college, Juju and Ronald Jones were there I at USC. I think we have one final message for the folks at home. Do we? Because it's been almost an hour. I have one final message. Okay. okay. Cardinals fans, cry. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get <laughs> to the team bottom sucks. half of our power rankings. Your roster is garbage. Titans your fans, coach cry. Sucks. No, yeah, he, Titans yeah. fans, your team's worse. I Even worse. That. Okay, I wouldn't Cardinal, go that Cardinals pack, unfortunately. <laughs> Vikings fans, as always, cry. I don't like you. Oh, they're not even in this conversation. I don't I like know. Broncos fans, unfortunately, if we ranked them top ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. But, I, you know, every time you, there's a chance to say something bad about the Vikings, I'll take it. Broncos fans, congratulations. We still don't like you. No. No one ever has and no one ever will. <laughs> Go back to smoking weed. All right, oh, well, thank well, you all for coming in. Thank you, everyone, for this listening. This is a long episode, This is man. a long if episode. If you made it through this, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we put a lot of work into this. This is a power ranking that will stay updated. Um, we appreciate you listening. Yeah. Come back next week for more. Of something. Of yeah. something. We'll it's, talk about something. It's off-season creativity time. We're going to get at somehow. Some, at some somehow. point, we're doing quarterback handsomeness ranking. Ah, oh, Jesus, all right. We've had that Cut on the, the back thing. burner for a while. Cut the thing. <laughs> Bye-bye.